0: Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 167, and this is God's Big Story.
1: It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For His glory.
2: Always. It's God's
1: Big Story.
2: God's Big Story.
0: So, welcome everyone, it's Tuesday, and we are back we're glad to be here, and we're even more glad that you're still here with us.
2: Hi, everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. Mm.
0: Okay, Marv, so the last couple of days we've been hearing about how the Jews returned to their homeland, and yesterday we heard how they began worshipping the Lord again on the altar and led the foundation stone of the temple. Yep, Festival of Booth, Dave, I remember it well. Okay, well, we didn't talk about it yesterday, but if you were listening really carefully, Joshua read to us a verse that said that the Jews were afraid of the peoples around them, but they worshipped the Lord anyway.
1: Oh, oh yeah, I'm not sure I remember that.
0: Well, yes, you see, while the Jewish people had been moved away to Babylon, it's not like Judah had just been sitting empty waiting for them to come back. People from other lands had been moved away from their homelands into this area, and of course there were still the peoples all around who had always been Judah's enemies.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So you see, when the king allowed the Jews to return home, the people who were living there were not exactly delighted to welcome them back.
1: I see, yeah, that kind of makes sense.
0: So, so far, everything had pretty much gone according to plan, but today we'll hear about those unhappy neighbours.
1: Okay, I see. So,
0: who's reading today? Well, today we're back to our friend Sandra.
3: Oh, hi, Sandra. Hi, everyone. Today we have two readings from Ezra chapter 4, starting off with verses 1 to 7. The people who had returned from Babylon were building a temple to honour the Lord. He is the God of Israel. The enemies of Judah and Benjamin heard about it. Then those enemies came to Sherebubbabel. The family leaders of Israel were with him. The enemies said, We want to help you build. We're just like you. We worship your God. We offer sacrifices to him. We've been doing that ever since the time of Esherhaddon. He was king of Assyria. He brought our people here. Zerubbabel and Joshua answered them, so did the rest of the family leaders of Israel. They said, you can't help us build a temple to honor our God. You aren't part of us. We'll build it ourselves. We'll do it to honor the Lord the God of Israel. Saras the king of Persia commanded us to build it. Then the nations around Judah tried to make its people lose hope. They wanted to make them afraid to go on building. So those nations paid some of the Jewish officials to work against the people of Judah. They wanted their plans to fail. They did it during the whole time that Cyrus was king of Persia. They kept doing it until Darius became king. The enemies of the Jews brought charges against the people of Judah and Jerusalem. It happened when Xerxes began to rule over Persia. Then Artaxerxes became king of Persia. During his rule, Bishlam, Mithradath, Tabiel and their friends wrote a letter to Artaxerxes. It was written in the Aramaic language and it used the Aramaic alphabet. Now we move on to verse 11. Here is a copy of the letter sent to Artaxerxes. We are sending this letter to you King Artaxerxes. It is from your servants who live west of the Euphrates River. We want you to know about the people who left you and have come up to us. They have gone to Jerusalem and are rebuilding that evil city. It has caused trouble for a long time. Those people are making its walls like new again. They are repairing the foundations. Here is something else we want you to know. Suppose this city is rebuilt, and suppose its walls are made like new again. Then no more taxes, gifts or fees will be collected, and sooner or later there will be less money for you. We owe a lot to you. We don't want to see dishonour brought on you. So we are sending this letter to tell you what is going on. Then you can have a search made in the official records. Have someone check the records of the kings who rule before you. If you do, you will find out that Jerusalem is an evil city. It causes trouble for kings and countries. For a long time, the city has refused to let anyone rule over it. That's why it was destroyed. We want you to know that this city shouldn't be rebuilt. Its walls shouldn't be made like new again. If that happens, you won't have anything left west of the euphrates river the king answered the letter i am writing this letter to rahim the commanding officer i am also writing it to shimshai the secretary and i am writing it to your friends living in samaria and in other places west of the euphrates river i give you my greetings the letter you sent us has been read to me it has been explained to me in my language i gave an order i had a search made. Here is what we found out. Jerusalem has a long history of turning against the kings of the countries that have ruled over it. It has refused to remain under their control. It is always stirring up trouble. Jerusalem has had powerful kings. Some of them ruled over everything west of the Euphrates. Taxes, gifts and fees were paid to them. So give an order to those men. Make them stop their work. Then the city won't be rebuilt until I give the order. Pay careful attention to this matter. Why should we let this danger grow? That would not be in our best interests. The copy of the letter of King Artaxerxes was read to Rahim and Shimshai the secretary. It was also read to their friends. Right away they went to the Jews in Jerusalem. They forced them to stop their work. And so the work on the house of God in Jerusalem came to a stop. No more work was done to it until the second year that Darius was king of Persia.
1: Thanks, Sandra. Okay, Dave. So, well, how come they wouldn't let the neighbours help? You know, when they said that they wanted to worship God too.
0: Oh, wow. Well, sounds like the professor's back. Two days in a row. It's
1: Professor
2: Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. Ah, hi, everybody! <laughs> ah, yes, it's your favorite professor, yeah? Hi, Professor. Okay, Marvin, so yeah, I heard your question. Now, these folks, they were not the friends of the Jews from Judah. They were enemies. Most likely, they were the people called Samaritans. And though they said that they wanted to worship God, Mm, They did not. Not in the way that God wants to be worshipped. You see, they mixed worshipping God with the worship of their false gods. And yeah, we know that God is not okay with that. Yeah, well, that's why Judah had been destroyed after all. Oh yeah, yeah, I see. So yeah, these people, they offered to help. But the Jews, they say, no, we are not okay with what you are doing. You are not worshipping our God, you, you just treat him like all your other silly false gods. So, you can have nothing to do with our temple. It is for worshipping the one living, true, almighty God. Yeah? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and you see Marvin, if they really did love God, well, they would have said, Ah, you are right, we need to get rid of the false gods and only worship the God of the Jews. Yeah, but do they do that? No, no. Straight away they try and stop the building work by telling lies in their horrible old letter. So yeah, that pretty much proves that they were the enemies of God on the enemies of God's people. Yeah, they were definitely not God followers, no.
1: Okay, great. Thanks, Professor. Yeah, no problem, Marv. (laughs) So yeah, Dave, they sent that letter and the king made him stop building, huh?
0: That's right. And, well, we'll hear how that worked out over the next day or two. But, boys and girls, it must have felt very unfair to the Jews. All they had done was what the king had told them to do, and yet now they were forced to stop their work because their enemies were telling lies about them.
1: Yeah, that was awful, Dave.
0: And, you know, the sad truth is, in this sinful world of ours, sometimes things are unfair. Sometimes people tell lies or steal or hurt others, and it seems like they get away with it. Maybe it's happened to you. Maybe you've got into trouble for something that you didn't do.
1: Oh yeah, that's happened to me for sure, Dave. That's a horrible feeling.
0: It sure is. But Marvin, God is just. It's another word for fair, and it's who he is. God cannot be anything else. Now, I can't tell you that every wrong will be put right on this earth. Sometimes it won't. But we should know that God is not okay with injustice. He cares when things are unjust or unfair. Now, boys and girls, that means a couple of things for us. One, It means that if we're followers of God, we need to be sure that we treat others fairly. It's not okay to trick people or cheat people or tell lies to get what we want. Christians need to be honest and fair people or God will not be pleased. And two, it means, well, we need to stand for justice. And that means if we see other people being treated unfairly, well, we shouldn't be okay with that. Because, you know, God is not okay with that. So if we can help to put things right or to make things fair, well, then we should help to put things right and make things fair because that is what God would want us to do.
1: Okay, Dave, so we should be fair and try to help things be fair for other people too.
0: That's right, Marvin. And like I said, still in this sinful world, unfair, unjust things will happen to us and to the people around us. But you know what? That also makes us look forward to when Jesus returns and there will be no more injustice, no more unfairness ever again.
1: Yeah, that sounds pretty good, Dave.
0: It sure does, Marvin. Okay, so, well, we'll leave it there for today, and tomorrow we'll hear more about what went on all those years ago in Jerusalem.
1: Okay, yeah, looking forward to it. Bye, everyone. See you tomorrow.
0: Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.